I'm Jonathan Goldstein, and you're listening to Wiretap on CBC Radio 1 and Sirius XM. Today's episode, Yes or No. I'm Brendan Francis Newnham, and I am the founder and CEO of a consulting company called Yes No. Instead of sending in a group of people to analyze your company uh-huh. and providing you pages upon pages of recommendations about what you can do, we just give you a one-word answer that we stand behind 100%. Yes or no? All you get is a yes or a no. That's it. So let's say you have an idea for a product. It's um, jeans with footsies, footsie jeans, you know, kind of like those pajamas with the socks built in, but they're denim, and you wear them out on the town like regular jeans. Okay. Now, you believe in this idea, so you've emptied your savings account, you asked your parents for a loan, you're hiring a company to make a prototype, but it's a really dumb idea. I mean, for one, you'd have to wash these jeans as often as you wash your socks. For two, you'd kind of look like an idiot. But no one's going to be honest with you and, and tell you it's a dumb idea because there's money to be made when people don't achieve their dreams. Huh. Think about it. Everyone you hire to help out with a new venture doesn't care that it's a stupid idea because you've got money and it's not their problem if you fail. But here, at Yes No, you can just come and for a flat fee of $5,000, we're going to tell you if your idea is going to work or if it isn't going to work. And so it's $5,000 no matter what case. No matter what case. You could be ExxonMobil, thinking about building an oil rig in, in the ocean, or you could be a father who wants to know if he should fund his uh, daughter's band's demo. And we'll just sit you down, look into your eyes, and say yes or no. And that's it. That's it. And don't you think there's something human about wanting to know why? You must get some pushback, no? People want clarity. There are a million other people who are going to give them pros and cons, mm-hmm. and, and you know the banker will tell them this thing, and, and the other investor will tell them this thing. They just, the people, you, you'd be surprised. They just want to hear a one-word answer, yes or no. Uh-huh. Let me give you an example. Okay. Some studio executives came to us a couple years ago, um, and they've been going back and forth with this idea about extending this franchise. And they presented us with this movie idea, Sister Act 4. Sister Act 4, that's the movie with Whoopi Goldberg as an undercover nun? Well, that was the original Sister Act. Okay. You've never seen Sister Act 4 because we told them no. Oh, you said no. We said no. Now, that cost them $5,000 to make Sister Act 4, Mm -hmm. to market Sister Act 4, millions and millions of dollars saved. All right. Well, I've, I'm, I, I was uh, hoping to uh, make use of your expertise. I have polled um, friends and some listeners uh, to the show mm. with some ideas, and okay. I thought maybe we could cycle through some of them in order to get a yes or a no. All right. I mean, usually we charge, as, a, as I've said, but yeah, I'll, I can, I'll give it a go. Okay, great. Uh, let's give it a try. Here we go. Lars von Trier directing the new Star Wars film. No. The Muppets Take New Jersey. Yes. Christmas dinner smoothie. No. A snow shovel with a cardiac alert. Like that's monitoring your pulse, so if it gets excessive, 
and you're going to have a heart attack potentially. Yes. That's a good idea. Late night television, you'll you'll move probably cheap to make in China. You'll be able to sell them for lots of money. A spreadable breakfast coffee jelly. Yes, might already exist in fact. Air freshened spray powered by flatulence. So it would be the cause and the solution of the problem rolled up into one thing. I'm not going to even honor that one with an answer. Uh, the blue-collar factory workout, where like a whole bunch of yuppie types uh, go into a factory yes. Yes. on the Sunday. Oh yes, and are forced to like you know schlep yes. and lug. I like I like you're onto something here. I think one, you have that trendy sort of workout. People are always looking for a novel workout. You know, it was CrossFit. It was before that. It was spinning. Right. Um, two, you're actually manufacturing things that can be shipped overseas. So it, there's a practical outcome right there. You're making money two ways. They're paying for gym memberships. They're also producing items. And then three, if the factory goes belly up, you can convert it into condos and give it like a clever name based on what the factory used to be. And you can sell it to the very yuppies with gym memberships. So yes. Yes, yes, and yes. Love seats. No. Fainting couches. Yes. Recreational smelling salts. No. Adult chewing bubble gum. Yes. Winter sundresses. Yes. Second chances. Yes. Third chances? No. A shade drone. You know, a, sh mm -hmm. a, a, a drone hovering over your head like a parasol that you mm -hmm. wouldn't actually have to carry. It mm -hmm. would just follow you, always casting shade on you. No. Okay, what about a prayer drone? A prayer drone? A drone that delivers your, your prayers to heaven. An angel? It's like an angel. Angel drone? An angel drone. Yes. Okay, great. That's all I have for you today. All right. You know, I, I have to admit, you know, you're right. There, there's some, there is actually something is satisfying about hearing a quick, emphatic yes or no like that. Yes, there is. These are the building blocks of human interaction. These are some of the first words a child learns for good reason. Because if you could only pick two words, if someone said to you, you can only use two words for the rest of your life, what two words are you going to pick? Yes, no. Mm-hmm. In this world more than ever, that's what, that's what people want. A simple yes or no. You know, I've been I've been telling you and the rest of the world how I've been I've been meaning to put together another book of poems. Yes, I'd like to see you do that. I would too. I don't know. I've just been like procrastinating about it and everything, and like it's been eating at me. And sometimes I'm just like, ah, oh, should I bother? Who's going to read it anyway? And what are they going to think? And then wow. and then this thing happened. Uh, the other week where I was, I basically, I think I got my answer from the universe as to, as to, as to whether I should publish another book. And, and, and that answer was? Um, that answer was don't. The, that answer was no. Doesn't the universe usually tell people yes? The, well, that's, yeah, I mean, that's what you read in the, in the self-help books. Um, but, uh, but in my case, the universe is, is uh, pretty, pretty pejorative. I, um, so, like, 
I, I don't know if I told you so. Like um, my my friend Gabe, um, he's been going out of town a lot, which has been really great because I get to house it for him and mm-hmm. cats it for him, and like he lives in this really nice place in, in West Mount. And so, you know, I can, like, sleep in a fancy apartment um, for, like, a couple weekends a month. Does he have one of those big screen TVs? He does. He does. And it's, like, connected to Hulu and YouTube and whatever. Were you staying there during the Oscars? I was. I was looking for a place to watch the Oscars. I'm sorry. I should have thought of you, but I don't, I don't tend to think of people um, but, um, at all. Um, Which is what makes you such a great poet. Because I've got, I've got the cynicism. Sorry. So I um, so I'm, I go over Gabe and I'm like feeding the cat and um, you know and it's really it's actually gets really hot in the winter like they blare the heat mm-hmm. and uh, and you have to you have to keep at least one window open if you're going to survive and everybody in this complex is has is the same so his neighbors have their window open a lot and we're in this kind of like enclave so like actually I can hear a lot of of what they're saying. So I just, whenever I go over there, and I just, I just eavesdrop them, and I just, I just judge them. Like I'm just like, you know, I judge their taste in music, I judge what they're watching on TV, um, whatever insipid conversations they're having. That's horrible. It's kind of, it's nice though, because it's like you don't actually get to sort of purely judge people that way for an extended period of time, because usually when you're in a position of eavesdropping, people know you're doing it. So I'm over there. Um, and I'm sort of like, you know, bending my ear toward their conversation, and I realize that they're they're um, they're having a a book club. Oh, a book club! Like that's not too 1985 of them. Can like, I say something? There is some, there is this is awful, but at the same time, there's something sort of refreshing about just how unapologetic and bold you are in your in your judgment of others. Are, it's are you re- trying to compliment me? Because it won't work. So yes, yeah, so the, their crime is uh, uh, their book crime club. is having a book. Well, come on, like I mean, like you need some, you need other people like assigning you homework in order to be able to read. So being in a book club is inferior to eavesdropping on a book club. Is that do I have do I have that right? Like what they're doing is a waste of time. What you're doing. What- what I'm what I'm doing is sort of uh, anthropological, and and it's not hurting anybody. They don't know I'm judging them, you know. But so like I'm, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm like listening in, and there and there's actually, I mean, it, I actually start kind of feeling this sense of bonami with them because like because bonami bonami, yeah. Is I didn't, I yeah, didn't so, like, see it going in that direction. Well, because the thing is, is like I thought, like oh, they're gonna be like, you know, oh, what what do you think so and so's motivation was or whatever. But what they're actually doing is tearing this book apart. Like they're just being really kind of vicious, which I'm I'm just lapping it up, Johnny. I'm like I'm like oh, finally, like maybe I was like maybe I should join a book club. Like maybe I should join their book club, you know? And they start ripping into like even the title. They go they go. Where did this title come from, anyway? I mean, really, bottom of the hour. Wait, wait. <laughs> Are you? Yeah. No. They're like bottom of the. Who calls the book bottom of the hour? Oh my. Yeah. Sean. Yeah. Yeah. It was my book. And I'm like, oh, I, I, it's as though 
I'm like out of my body, like looking down on myself. Like my stomach just hits the floor. And it was my first reaction, like I just can't, I'm just like completely stunned. And then my second reaction is like, what, like, of all books? I mean, like, yes, it was reviewed, it was well reviewed, yeah. um, and it's it's taught in a couple of 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 English departments yeah. around the country, but like, but but it's not it's not like it's easy to find. So like, I'm just like, how, wh- why, why, why? I'm just like, why? Pretty much. Damn, I'm trying. I'm trying to like wrap my head around this. Yeah, you and me both. What was was it all? Was it all negative? No. I mean, it was ninety nine point eight percent negative. It was like they really didn't like it. They were going over this thing with like a razor sharp fine tooth comb. They're like, they're like, they must have spent fifteen minutes on one of the poems alone. And, Wait, and, how, well, because how how long were you sitting there? Oh God, it or, must have been like an hour and a half or something. You 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 why? What what would inspire you to be so masochistic? I mean, how wh- like how could I have stopped listening? <laughs> like how you know? I mean, like how often do you get to hear a random book club full of strangers tear your book a new book hole? <laughs> and find out what people actually think of you. I mean, I I defy anybody to to shut the window on that conversation. Do you know what I mean? Right. No, I understand. And you know, like then I jump to like, oh, maybe they're just Philistines. Like, of course they don't understand it. But then I'm like, no, no. Everything they're saying about the book is true. That, I think you're being unfair to yourself. I don't know, dude. I just, like, the chances that I was listening in on what they're saying are astronomically small. And that's why I feel like, oh, this isn't an accident. You know what I mean? This is like, this is the universe talking to you. And it was really nothing but an hour and a half of negativity. Like, not a nice word was said. Nothing. No, um, you know, sort of a life raft of like a compliment was to be spared for the. Well, there, <laughs> there was this one. Actually, that's not true. There was this one um, lady. You know, I didn't hear her talk too much, um, but she did. Like, she, she was the only one who was like, well, you know, I don't know. And she's like, there's this one part of this one poem that I really liked. And she reads it out loud. She goes, old men wake up, look at art. The museum's dark. You're there half-hearted. They think you're pretty, and you are. And they just savaged her. <laughs> like, they just, they're all over there like, oh, that's so ridiculous. That's like, oh, what is he in? Some emo band? And like, there's like a lyrics to like, you know, an old Smith song. Like, what no. the heck? Sean. And she's like, like oh, you're right. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, it was the worst. I thought that was really nice. Oh, that John. I remember those lines. They stuck with me. The poem is called Show. Show, yes. Exactly. So, they, I just sort of lay on the couch 
with like my head sort of hanging a little bit off of the edge of the couch, looking at the ceiling, just listening as every word sort of smacked my flesh. And uh, I just listened until the party kind of dwindled. Then eventually uh, all of the all of the guests left, and then the TV went on. And then I turned on my friend Gabe's TV, and I opened up a bottle of his 12-year-old scotch, and I and I drank half of it. But it's fine. It's fine. You know, there are worse things than you know having your very imagination uh, smashed. For my, would you indulge me? And this is not out of pity. Uh huh. But it's because I really like that poem. Would Would you um, recite it for me? Oh, John, I'm <laughs> not in the best of voice. <clears throat> Uh, Well, it goes like this. Show. Old men wake up, look at art. The museum's dark. You're there, half-hearted. They think you're pretty, and you are. You, however, comb the doll head garroted on a sculpture called Hell's Door. Bald old men wake up, look at art you made out of my last hair. The museum's a black house, ours. They think you're pretty, and you are, but in this mausoleum, your hand slackens, the grin erased and placed into a shaving bin. The old men wake up, look at art, but they don't understand it. What I meant was heart darkened. The museum fills up with blind people. They think you're pretty, and you are, but you aren't here anymore. All landscapes black now. Me, artifactual, near extinction. Old men wake up, look at art. They think you're pretty, and you are. Uh, that was really nice. Thanks. I mean, this is one voice uh, against a room full of uh, mean voices. Mm-hmm. But I, I really do think you should write. I think you should write this new book. Oh, thanks, Johnny. Yeah, I mean, the day that poetry books are focus grouped I think that's a sad day yeah I guess I can't pay too much attention to what (laughs) I was about to say I guess I can't pay too much attention to what people who actually read the book might think but at the same time (laughs) um, but uh, but anyway I don't know maybe I like I'll just I'll I'll just I'll notch out some time sometime in the next month I'll just I'll start trying to put together a new book I I, I would like that personally I think actually I think of it Gabe's going out of town again in about a month and asked me to come over again so maybe maybe I'll just like use that as a kind of as a kind of my like writer's retreat there you go you know march up and down his apartment uh, reading the poems from that book at the top of my very lungs uh, out the window so that they can. <laughs> They can truly bask. In your Whitman-esque yop. Yeah, exactly. I'll, <laughs> I'll sound my barbaric yop over the roofs of the world. Hello? Need some toner. 
Oh, hey, Josh. Uh, I need some you? toner, please, pronto. What am I, Staples? Why do you Why do you need toner? I am printing out copies of my newsletter, if you must know. You have a newsletter? Uh, yes, I do have one. I have a very wide circulation. I'm quite popular. Uh, people know me from your little radio show. Oh, do they? Apparently, at least, let's see here, at least 11 people do. It's called Josh's Josh's. Josh's Josh's. That's right. I discuss uh, new theories in macroeconomics, new trends in political science. I, I, I dissect the zeitgeist from a very particular viewpoint. And I do film reviews. Oh, you do? In fact, I dare say those are perhaps the highlights of uh, my newsletters. They're very popular. Well, this is very timely because I was actually thinking of leaving work early this evening to go see a movie. Have you seen anything good lately? What? I don't see the movies. I thought you'd do movie reviews. But what does that have to do with seeing the movies? Well, you uh, don't go see the movies. That's right. I, 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 I'm not, this isn't tracking. I, I, I don't get you. Listen, I'm about leveling the playing field, John. From time immemorial, the structure, the metaphysics of movie reviewing is one of power and brutality. The grand reviewer sitting up on a hive casts down his opinions onto the uneducated masses. I'm trying to subvert the power structure. The power structure. You haven't seen the movie. I haven't seen the movie. That way you and I were equals. I'm not condescending. That makes absolutely no sense. John, think about the classic model of the film reviewer. Mm -hmm. Oh, look at me. I'm the film reviewer. I've seen the movie. Oh, aren't I important? But you're supposed to see the movie. How you're else? supposed to. See, you're buying into their rhetoric. Well, There's how... no supposed to in the world. Well, how else There's no platonic form of movie going. My opinion is just as valid as yours. No, it isn't because you haven't seen the movie. And neither have you. That makes us equals, comrade. Should people see this film or not? Thumbs up, thumb down. Yes or no? And, and should I stay or should I go? And you feel as, as someone who... Darling, you've got to let me know. Should I stay or should I go? And so, if you say the movie's fine, and, or is it just a waste of time? Okay. So Josh's, Josh's, let me know. Do I stay or do I go? Well, I don't understand. Why wouldn't, why wouldn't you just go, go see the movies? I hate movies. Then why are you a film reviewer? I like to share my hate. As soon as I share some of my movie reviews with you, you're going to see where I'm coming from. You're going you're to agree with me. Okay. Listen to this. Uh, here's a review of, do you know the movie Frozen? Yes. All right. You want to hear this? It's a kid's movie, right? That's right. Okay. All right. Frozen. I would rather watch viral video of a botched circumcision than this pile of steaming effluent. Of all the movies I chose not to see this week, this was the worst. I mean, they're probably all bad, but this, I imagine, didn't just take the cake. It threw it into a bloody wood chipper with a pile of dead, worm-ridden crows. Rated three stars. What I'm relieved to hear is that you, you haven't dialed back any of your vitriol. What vitriol? That's a positive review. Give me another one of your uh, new movie that you want to see this week. What about uh, the new Will Smith film, uh, Focus? Um, here we go, Focus. This movie, I'm fairly certain, is sodden, insipid pap for the masses, for the lobotomized Mr. and Mrs. Goldsteins of the uh, world. Was... How could something so static be called a movie? Don't we have truth and labeling laws to deal with that? Somebody needs to go to jail. Hit, hit me again. Another movie. Um, okay, what about uh, Fifty Shades of Grey? I am not given to hyperbole. So take it as literal, factual truth when I say that watching this movie, had I done so, would literally have been worse than being murdered. For Josh's Josh's, I'm Josh. That, that's the whole of the review. Yeah. 
you know, I think it really captures the essence of the film. No, no plot synopsis. No. Well, who, who goes to see a movie for the plot? Well, maybe you know, even to share like who the stars are. Oh, I have one of those. Maps to the stars. Here we go. This movie had promise. An alluring cast, a sizzling premise, the animal attraction of a feral young star entering his prime. You know, the one with the hair. But in the end, the garbage bag of cheddar popcorn I ate at home held far more appeal than venturing out to the theater to watch this dreck. Two vomits up. What's a vomit up? Well, you heard of, of, of Ebert and Siskel? Yeah, they will, with the thumbs, yes. Yeah, but I'm sticking my thumb down my throat. Okay, thank you for all that. Um, I You're don't welcome. have toner. Uh, I will let you go to the toner store to get some. Well, I'm going uh, to see hold on a second there, Mr. Hasty. I, let's, let's just, if I'm going to be honest with you, I, I had a secret agenda as well. Uh, I, I want you to write for the newsletter. You like classical music, right? I, I love classical music. That's right. Well, we happen to need a classical music reviewer. And let me guess, I wouldn't have to listen to a note of music. I want a pure opinion, right, of untouched by experience. A virgin, if you will. And you're the perfect man for it. I am not going to do I that. I can't find anyone more virginal than you. You are unsullied by the world. By woman. Okay. Please, be my classical music reviewer. Join Josh's Josh's. We can even give you a catchy title. What's your, what's your zodiac sign? Leo. Leo. Leo the loser on classical music. I don't know. Welcome any... to high culture. I, I'm, I'm not participating in this. If all works out well, it could be Josh's and John's Josh's. Really? No. On Wiretap today, you heard Sean Cole and Joshua Carpatti. At the beginning of the show, you heard Brendan Francis Noonan. Brendan is the host of The Dinner Party Download, a public radio show about culture that you can find on iTunes. Wiretap is produced by Mira Bertwintonic, Crystal Duhane, and me, Jonathan Goldstein. Subscribe to the podcast at cbc.ca slash wiretap you can also download the latest wiretap ringtone darling you've got to let me know should i stay or should i go a question for the barman with every ring of your phone <laughs>